This is Monday Morning Meditations number 238 on the Rise of Men podcast with Jetty Azuma. What does vision truly mean to a man? Good morning, Rising Man family. Jetty Azuma here again with another Monday Morning Meditation for you. Before I introduce our topic for today, it's still time. There's still time for you to register for Compass, our four-day solo wilderness fast. You can mark a ceremonial passage in your life, putting the end to one chapter, everything that you've been up until now to claim a new identity, to clarify your purpose, and to move forward passionately in the world. If you're looking for a transformational ceremonial adventure into the wilderness with a fantastic group of men, then look no further than Compass. Go ahead and register and submit your application today, risingman.org slash compass. We've got all our dates for the entire 2023 calendar up there now, so go check it out today. All right, without further ado, today's topic is the polarity of vision. I asked one of our circles of men recently if vision was masculine or feminine. Let me ask you this. Is vision masculine or feminine? Just think about that for a moment. Is it more masculine? Is it more getting down and making the vision happen? Or is it more feminine, less specific, more flowy, more creative, more open? Pause for a minute. Just think about that. Is it one or the other? We had a really great discussion because these men, a lot of them, thought about the masculine part of vision, the doing, the execution, the delivery, putting what I like to think of as legs on that vision and helping it walk. While some of the other men were thinking about the feminine side of the vision, the creative, the possibilities, the open, the formlessness, shapelessness of vision that is so important in the process. And what we ultimately arrived at is that vision is both masculine and feminine. And why does this matter? Because so many of us men, And I've talked to thousands of men over the years. We move into the masculine part of vision too quickly. Not always, but we tend to move into the how, into the doing, before we've really formulated and flushed out the what. So think of it this way. There's two poles to vision. There's the feminine pole and the masculine pole. Both are important. Both are essential to having a vision that becomes a reality. The feminine side of the vision, I I tend to think of it as being up here. It's the possibility. It's the dream. It's the imagining what could possibly be someday if only I allowed that thing to enter into my mind. It's closing my eyes and seeing a snapshot of that future, imagining it as if it were so before I start to try and figure out how. It's purely the what. What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it feel like for that reality to be so? That We'll call that the feminine component of vision right now. On the other side of the pole over here is the masculine side of vision, the execution, the delivery, the strategy, the step-by-step protocols and processes that get me from A to B. That's vision. That's making things happen, right? That's one of the best parts of the masculine is the doing. We put on our tool belts and we get busy, right? Forget about the fact if you're a man or a woman, just the masculine energy that drives something forward. It's the boots on the ground. It's putting legs and action behind those visions so that they're not only dreams that pop up and then disappear in the wind, they actually become something. Now, why do we need both of these poles? Why can't I just have the feminine side of vision, the formlessness, the open, possible, dreaming side? Because that's a really fun place to be in. The really the creative, imaginative part of vision. Or why can't I just get busy already and just make it happen? Why can't I just get to that side of vision? Well, a vision, 
on the feminine pole that doesn't have the masculine component to it. It's just a dream. It's just an idea that floats and wanders in the wind. It doesn't become anything. And many of us are feminine visionaries. We get a bunch of ideas, but they never amount to anything. We dream up possibilities and we see, we have all these ideas, all these different things that we could do, but they never get done. The masculine component of vision that only has action and doesn't have the space for imagination and creativity and possibilities, it's just movement. It's not momentum. It's not directed. It's just running on a wheel. It doesn't actually produce or yield the fullness, the full possibility of what that vision could be. Whereas if I give myself the time to really feel into the creative, imaginal part of that vision and touch in with all of those parts of my senses that give me that sketch of what could possibly be, and then, only then, put the, my knowledge, my strategy, my tools behind that imagination and creativity, that's when those two poles of vision come together. And it's not a one-time thing. There has to be this revisiting of the feminine side of vision, the informing side of vision, the creative, the imaginal side, while still getting busy and doing the work over here. So a true vision can't become a reality unless we have both the feminine and masculine components of vision. One vision, feminine vision, is it just a dream? Masculine vision is just a bunch of movement without any real lasting results. So I share this here because I bet you land on one side of this spectrum. Either you're more of the dreamer and the visionary that always has ideas, but they never really amount to anything, or you're a busybody where you're constantly doing a bunch of things, but time goes on and you don't really have any results to show for it. There's the busybodies who are masculine-oriented visionaries, and there's the dreamers who are imaginal, creative visionaries that don't actually bring legs to their imagination. So got to have both. And if you have one without the other, you know what you get. If you can't figure out how to incorporate more masculine or more feminine into that visionary process, well, come join the community. Get some help. Be in these conversations with us because that is what makes lasting change, is being in conversations and in the company of people who are taking action forward instead of just talking about it. So that's my weekly invitation and challenge for you to join us inside of the Rising Man Brotherhood community. We have weekly community calls each and every week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and more to come to help serve you serving the world. So get out there, be a part of our community. We'll put all the information there in the description so you can find us and get busy. Get busy on what you came here to do because time is ticking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you when you come back for next week's Monday Morning Meditation. For all things Rising Man, make sure you head over to risingman.org. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Thank you so much, everyone out there who's been supporting us, who continues to support us, whether you're listening for the first time or the 500th time. We love you. We appreciate you. And keep waving that Rising Man banner. Bigger and better things to come this year, everybody. So until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.